Hello and welcome to episode 11 of Louis P Nutrition Radio. I hope you are well and you're enjoying this series so far. If you did catch the past episode for Boxing Day and sort of reflect on the previous year, we are still in that weird period between Christmas, Boxing Day and New Year where people tend to do a lot of reflection but also plan for the next year and there's already a lot of talk on social media and in the media in general around January people having goals fitness and health related goals so today's episode I was initially going to split into two but actually um, it's just going to be a longer form on goal setting because I feel it's really important that we get everything covered in one episode it may be an episode that you want to review again it may be an episode that you want to get a pen and paper just to write down a few notes or just jot on your phone um, on how to use or implement some of the things I'm going to talk about. So we will start with why people set goals. Well, goal setting helps with motivation massively. If you don't know, pardon me, if you don't know what you are aiming for, then how are you going to achieve it? It also increases people's commitment to certain their process and outcome goals, which we'll cover later on. Um, helps people with giving them a purpose or something to focus on and progress with and um, learn to master throughout the year and helps with feelings such as confidence and belief. Some research also supports that it actually improves and helps with our subjective well-being as well so overall um, how we feel in ourselves and just having goals motivates people to do things but also gives them a sense of purpose as well. So there are a few things that, or skills that people need when they are setting goals, but also actually implementing them as well. So you need to be able to plan. And there's a few quotes that I'll whack out in this section. First one that we probably all heard of is um, fail to plan and plan to fail. So without a plan, or if you fail to plan, then your actual, your plan isn't there. So you're going to fail anyway. But then I heard another quote, which I like as well which is a goal without a plan is just a dream. So if you've got goals that you want to achieve, but you're just sort of hoping that they're going to fall into your lap, if they do, then that's going to be by luck and you might not have worked towards it, Um, or that you won't feel the level of satisfaction that you potentially would if you'd set out to achieve it. But also maybe you need to be more ambitious with your goals. So if you're achieving it without actually meaning to, then maybe you're still within your comfort zone and we need to push on further for you to grow and develop and achieve more. So planning is really important. Motivation is an interesting one because initially to start, you need to be motivated to do it. But motivation won't always be there. And this is where we talk about habits and behaviours and implementing them while motivation is still there because they're the sort of things that you'll fall back on, such as if you've got uh running goals or fitness goals throughout the year it's easier to plan these during the summer as i found out but during the winter when it's darker when it's colder when it's horrible outside it's going to be more difficult to get the motivation to go out but that is where you just go into your habits and behaviors that you know serve you well and it's sort of just something that you always do i always go for a run on this day or i always get two three runs in a week and it makes me feel better so even when it's horrible outside, you find ways to get around it. That leads into another point, which is having flexibility with these goals. So 
being persistent with your goals but flexible in your approach is really important because if you're too rigid and we know that life gets in the way at times and things don't always go to plan if you're so rigid with that you're going to have to sacrifice somewhere either sacrifice achieving your goals or it's going to negatively impact on other aspects of your life if you have an air of flexibility in your goals so instead of saying right i'm going to train uh, I'm going to do my long run on Tuesday. Actually, something comes up on Tuesday night and going, uh, well, I can't do that. Then I might just skip that for the week. But if I go, right, I'm going to do my long run on Tuesday. But if that doesn't happen, then I can go on Thursday instead. And I've got time there to go on do my session. Having that flexibility allows you to, one, not be emotionally triggered by going, well, I can't run now. So what's the point? And then you go in that black or white, yes or no. Um, thinking mentality and dichotomous thinking we would call it so instead of having that having that air of flexibility within your goals and going right I'm do it on this session I'm going to do the session on this day but if not I've always got time this day or having a minimum requirement so if you're saying that you're going to train four times a week actually two to four times a week might be better because yeah on a good week we train four days a week but actually when we're really busy it might drop down to two and that's perfectly fine because that's in line with our goals as well um another thing that's really important is your time management this goes along with planning as well but these things aren't just going to happen and that involves scheduling things in scheduling these sessions scheduling in when you're going to potentially cook if you're looking for diet to change or scheduling when um how far away your end goal is and working back from there and seeing if you've got yourself giving yourself enough time um and lastly on this sort of skills list that you might need or that you will need is commitment and focus this goal needs to be important to you and it doesn't need to be your entire world and i'd probably suggest it's probably beneficial if it's not your unless you're working at a, the top elite level your goal probably isn't going to be everything to you as we always talk about there's a lot more going on in life you've got your social life in there you've got your physical uh, well-being you've got your mental and emotional well-being your financial well-being all these other aspects to consider so if you're making this one thing the only priority in your life then you're going to have to sacrifice a lot in other areas which may seem like a good idea at times but actually if you neglect these areas then they're going to decline quite rapidly so ensuring that this goal is important to you but not the be all end all and it fits well into the lifestyle that you want and that will allow you to commit to it but also allow it to be a a good amount of focus on this goal to help you achieve it so those skills were planning motivation flexibility time management and commitment and focus so there's different types of way to approach these goals and certain things that i'll probably discuss throughout the rest of this podcast um and there's three little bits before we get to sort of how to actually do them. So first of all, outcome and process goals. So these are two types of goals that people will often speak about. A lot of the time people always seem to think about your outcome, so where you want to be at the end. And yes, that is important because you want to have some direction to where you're going. But actually, the processes that support you enable you to perform and that leads to better outcomes. So figuring out how you're going to get there, it's almost like having the sat-nav. Instead of just going, I'm going to drive to X destination, understanding the journey that you're going to take to get there and what you need to do to get there. It's just important because 
a lot of the time, and you'll probably realise this when you achieve your goal, is actually the, the end goal probably wasn't as important as the actual journey and the process throughout it. So ensuring that you've got outcome goals, which are important at certain time, frequent uh, time schedules and things like that, but also having processes in place to help you achieve that goal that support you in achieving that to enable you to perform to get better outcomes another thing that you'll probably hear me speaking about occasionally will be avoidance and approach goals so these are types of goals and different ways to speak about the same goal really so one would be more in a positive manner and one would be in more of a negative so a positive would be approach and how you're going to achieve that goal but then also avoidance goals that you might hear people speak about where it's how they're not going to do other things so if you imagine I've got a dartboard an approach goal would be I'm going to aim to hit the uh, bullseye so that is an approach goal because I'm aiming towards doing something the same goal but in, in an avoidance manner would be to not hit anything else but the bullseye so that sort of has a negative sort of perspective on the whole event so I'm avoiding doing certain behaviors or habits approach goals tend to be quite exciting and actually narrow your focus on a certain point and avoidance goals can be quite stressful because you're focusing on what you shouldn't be doing and the wrong things and I'd say that instead of focusing on what you shouldn't be doing I think it's more beneficial to focus on what we could be doing and what we can do more of so there's your avoidance is avoidance is avoiding doing something but approach is how you're going to actively do something so there's two models that I tend to use when looking at goal setting first one that you're probably familiar with is the smart model and the second one would be the grow model which I find really useful as well so again they're both acronyms so smart we've got specific measurable achievable relevant and time-based so when you're setting your goals, ensuring that they're smart allows you to have more effective or allows you to be more effective in goal setting. It allows them to be more specific in their manner and gives you an actual idea of what you're actually going to do rather than just being quite vague and blase about it. So we're going to go through the acronym quickly and then we'll go through the grow model after. So specific, what do you actually want to achieve? And these are all things that you need to be ticking off when you're setting your goal. And this is outcome and process goals as well. So what do you want to achieve? Instead of just going, I'm going to get fitter this year, even though I'm putting some elements of smart in it, but I want to get fit. I want to lose weight. These sort of things are very vague. So what do you actually want to do? So I actually want to get fit. How am I going to achieve this? So I'm. that's sort of where your process goals come in. So, oh, I'm going to commit to doing five uh, three runs a week and also what more detail do I want in there so how specific can you be the second would be measurable so again when we're building up that fitness goal having a look at quantifying it so what how are you measuring your fitness like where are you now and where do you want to be instead of just saying I want to be fitter putting a distance on it so if you run 5k at the moment you want to run 10k I want to be able to run 10k still not smart but we've got another aspect of the smart model in there which is measurable so it's quantifiable so what do i want to achieve i want to get fitter measurable i want to be able to run 10k next is achievable can you do this so 
depending on the time frame where you are, there's loads of things to consider here, but is it actually achievable? Most things that we're talking about will be achievable. It just may mean that we need to adjust the outcome that we're expecting or actually the time frame that we're going to give ourselves to achieve it. So asking yourself, can I actually achieve this? And this is, again, outcomes and processes. There's no point saying, well, to achieve this goal, I'm going to train seven days a week because you're going to need time to rest in there as well, especially if you're going from nothing to seven days a week, you're going to be very sore and that's probably going to be more detrimental than actually beneficial to achieving your goals. So actually to make it more achievable, having a look at whether you can train when you want to train and scheduling those in, that's really important as well. So after that, we've got our relevant. Again, this is sometimes we ask whether the process goals are relevant to the outcomes, but also is this relevant to you? Is this something that you really want to achieve? What is your why behind achieving it? This can be quite a deep and introspective question, but asking yourselves, is the outcome relevant to you? But also are the process goals, are they relevant to the outcome? And ensuring that they are and they all match up and help you achieve what you want to achieve. And the last one is time-based. So putting a time on your outcome and your process goals, allowing yourself enough time to be able to achieve your outcome, but also scheduling in when you're going to do these processes they could be daily they could be weekly if they are a few times a week scheduling in regular sessions with that air of flexibility we spoke about before is really important as well because having that time commitment in there is uh, allows us to be more committed but also will drastically increase your the chance of you um committing or achieving the goals as well so having a timestamp in there makes you more likely to do them a good way to do this as well is if you are setting off on a new training journey then actually looking at getting someone else who wants to achieve similar things alongside you allows you to buddy up and that adds that extra accountability in there as well so the smart model was specific measurable achievable relevant and time-based so if we go back to the fitness um, example Instead of just saying, I want to get fit this year, going, right, so make it specific. I want to be able to run, measurable. I want to be able to run 10 kilometers, achievable. Yes, I can achieve that, but how am I going to achieve it? So I want to run 10 10 kilometers this year, and to do that, I'm going to run three times a week. Is it relevant? Yes, I want to run 10 kilometers, but also the process goals of running three times a week is relevant to my outcome, which is running 10 kilometers and time-based so I want to run 10 kilometers by the end of 2021 and I'm also going to run three times a week and that's going to be Monday Wednesday and Saturday so all those sorts of things add up to a smart goal so we'll have a quick drink so next model and the last bit that we're going to be talking about is the grow model so the grow, grow model is something that I learned when I was personal training. And it's sort of, again, it's just another way to set your goals and helps you realize different aspects to consider when you're setting your goals. So first of all, the G is goal. What do you want to achieve? Again, if we're using the fitness example, I want to be able to run 10 kilometers. The R is a reality. So where are you now? So bring yourself back into reality. Maximum I can run at the moment is five kilometers. I run it in X amounts of minutes and I find it really hard. So understanding 
where you are now, where you want to be, allows you to draw a line and see where you want to go. That sort of adds in the processes. The O is obstacles. So what current things are stopping you where you want to be right now? That could be, um, I don't tend to run that often. I've got certain injuries or I'm not strength training or I haven't got access or anything like this. And these are all things to be aware of. So reasons why we can't currently achieve that goal. I'm not fit enough is an obstacle currently. I don't feel motivated enough. And again, we have a look at our whys then to see how we can become more motivated. And then last bit of this is a W. So it's work on. So how can we work on those obstacles or what can we work on to overcome those obstacles and achieve our goal? So currently I'm not fit enough. So let's start again from the grow model. So goal is to run 10 kilometers. Realistically at the moment, I can run five kilometers and really, really um, fatigued by that. And I'm not fit enough. Obstacle is I'm not fit enough and I don't train that often. The ways that I can overcome this would be to train three times a week on a Monday, a Wednesday and a Saturday. And that will help me achieve my overall goal. So both have their pros and cons. I tend to make sure that they are, I use both. So initially the grow model is really, really useful just to get an idea of what things are that we might need to overcome, which can help us set our processes in place. But also ensuring that if we do use the grow model, making sure that it actually matches up to a SMART as well. So ensuring that it is specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-based. I hope you've enjoyed that and you found that useful. I hope that it's going to be um, easy to follow and that you've taken a lot away from it, especially with the new year coming up as well. And it is a slightly longer episode. I know I said I want to keep this down, but I didn't want to split this into two because it's best off going through it and you can stop it where you want to. But there is hopefully a lot of good information in there for you to help you and support you in setting your goals for this year. This podcast is going to be a big focus me moving into new year, especially because there's a lot of misinformation, especially in regards to nutrition and dieting. So I'll be aiming to cover those topics in brief across the next couple of weeks. I hope you're enjoying the series so far and you are enjoying um, the time off before the new year. Thank you for listening and I look forward to speaking to you soon.